Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. And Andrea's not here tonight, but one of her regular guests here is really Brian Maloney filling in here on The Answer San Diego, 96.1 FM, 1170 AM. Great to be with you. We have an incredible number of things to talk about tonight. I mean, she really gave me a, a choice evening in terms of the news cycle and things to talk about. So the bottom line here is that this Alec Baldwin story, I think, is important even on a political level. Uh, because we have a, a situation where, you know, if in these same circumstances, the person involved in this accidental shooting, as it's called, were anyone other than Alec Baldwin, the media treatment of this story would be completely different. I think we all know this. We've been talking about this for the last day. And the bottom line here is there is a double standard in Hollywood. What we've had is an immediate... And we're back. It's the Andrea Case Show with Brian Maloney filling in on The Answer San Diego. Glad to be with you tonight. We'll be taking your calls at 1-888-344-1170. And we've been talking about Alec Baldwin. And to me, the significance of the double standards that exist uh, in this type of situation, the fact that Alec Baldwin is a, you know, as we know, a reliable liberal, someone who plays Trump on Saturday Night Live um, is being treated in a way that is far different than anyone else would have been treated in the same kind of accidental, supposed accidental shooting. I'm not saying for a second that Alec Baldwin did this on purpose, but what I want to know is uh, why would you aim, even if you think it's loaded with blanks, and even if this is in the context of a movie, uh, why would you aim this and, and fire uh, pointing this thing toward members of the crew. It doesn't make any sense. So where was the safety in what was Alex production? This is his movie, his low budget movie that he has been producing uh, and in charge of. Now, the fact is what we have seen in a story by the LA times today is that uh, the union crew had walked off the set hours before this shooting happened uh, a bunch of non-union workers had come in to replace them. So the union crew left because they were disgusted that Alex production had no safety whatsoever. They were feeling totally unsafe physically uh, by the, the conditions on this set, and he didn't seem to care. So this is what I'm pointing to here. When you go on social media today and you see people saying, oh, we should feel terrible for Alec. We know he didn't mean to shoot anybody. Well, I don't think he meant to shoot anybody either, 
but that doesn't mean he isn't responsible. You know, if you get into a car accident and you, and you plow right into two or three people, I'm sure you didn't mean to, uh, unless you're a terrorist or something, you didn't mean to run people over, but you're still potentially liable and responsible and, and even guilty of, of a crime, depending on the circumstances. So in this case here, there was a rush immediately. As soon as this news hit late last night, I knew it. I saw it within an hour on social media, people uh, immediately condemning anybody, uh, you know, wanting to know how to get to the bottom of this. So I think this absolutely has political overtones. It's not just a Hollywood story. And Alec Baldwin is someone who has placed himself in the middle of so many political controversies over the years. So to me, this matters. We need the details. But the bottom line is when your friends or whatever, when you're on whatever social media forum and people are telling you that you're wrong to criticize Alec Baldwin, go back at them with the details of this uh, and, and make it clear that, you know, to just immediately want to write this off as, as him as the victim. What about the woman that was killed? Why isn't she a victim? Helena Hutchins. Uh, you know, why is there more sympathy for Alec Baldwin than for her and for the man who is fighting for his life in Albuquerque Hospital right now? So if you'd like to comment on this, one 1170 here on the Andrea K Show and the Answer San Diego. Now, coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to have an update from Bob, uh, Bob Walters, who is an education activist. He is going to give us updates on the fight for parental rights in public schools. This is a huge issue right now. He has a whole pile of updates for us, some good news, some bad some things we need to work on. So we're going to be delving into that with Bob Walters coming up in just a few minutes. We are also going to be talking about a number of other issues tonight. We have numerous updates on illegal immigration uh, and some just horrifying stats that are coming in. I have several articles in front of me I'm going to bring to your attention uh, as well. Now, something even bigger that happened this week, uh, well, equally big, I guess, is the fact that anything connected to Trump on Wall Street is suddenly the hottest thing going. I, I'm sure you've heard your friends buzzing about this. Maybe you even bought some shares uh, in this thing. But this new Trump social media outfit that has been trading publicly, and I'll explain in what way. It's a little complicated. I'll try to make it simple. Uh, but People have been delving in. People have been dying to invest in anything Trump-related. This is driving the left absolutely nuts. Um, they are absolutely furious about this. And there's been a media backlash, of, you know, as usual, what could you expect? But people want to put their money into things they believe in and not into things they don't. So we'll get into what I think motivated the huge surge in the trading price of this new Trump-related stock, and even a few other stocks that had loose connections to Trump that also surged this week. So that this is a this is something you're going to want to watch over the next year. Uh, how does not not just about monetizing Trump, but it is also about creating that medium that we go to when we're filing off of Facebook, we're filing off of Twitter. Where do we go instead? And you don't even have to be a, a Trump supporter necessarily to want a new place to go. But it is about being sick of the censorship and to have a place where you can have a viewpoint. And I can guarantee you that any news site 
that he is connected to will have equal opportunity for the left and the right to say what they think. It is about freedom of speech rather than Facebook continually punishing you because they don't agree with something you've posted, something you've said, and you're constantly trying to guess what their crazy viewpoints might be today, and they're way out on the extreme. So, you know, we have a lot of, of questions still about what this will look like and how soon this will come about. But this is what we've been waiting for for a really long time, I think. Hopefully this will be good because we've had some Facebook and Twitter alternatives come to light over the last year that were terribly disappointing and turned out to be kind of a bust. So what we need this time is something that fixes those mistakes and fundamentally changes how we engage with others in social media. And I'm going to go over some of the, I think, what are some of the things that need to be there to make this finally happen. When you think about when you tried to leave Facebook, when you tried to leave Twitter, and you tried the other ones out, what was missing on the other ones? And I think that is what has to, has to be focused on here. Because we need something good. If we get that, we could potentially have you know, 70, 80, 100 million people peel away from Facebook almost overnight uh, and head straight for this new site that Trump is backing. So that's what we've got going on uh, tonight. I would love to hear from you. one 1170 That's 1-888-344-1170. It's the Andrea K Show with Brian Maloney filling in tonight on The Answer San Diego. And we, I would love to get your calls in as soon as possible um, but we've got Bob Walters coming up, and he has, as I said, a lot of updates for you on this fight that has become more important than ever. I mean, we're talking about the FBI. We're talking about the feds attending school board meetings now to intimidate parents who are there for no other reason, no other reason than to find out what's going on in their children's public schools. And that's the bottom line here. And to have them feel, to have the public feel like you can't attend a school board meeting without the FBI investigating you, that's not America. And we've seen actual evidence that agents are appearing at meetings. We're seeing photos, we're seeing evidence, especially in Virginia. But hey, if this hasn't come to your neighborhood yet, it will soon. So this isn't America anymore, unfortunately, not with that regime. So we're going to be fighting back against that as we continue. one 1-888-344-1170. The Andrea K Show with Brian Maloney filling in on The Answer San Diego. More to come. Hang in there. The Andrea K Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. And it's Brian Maloney filling in for Andrea K tonight on the Andrea K Show, The Answer San Diego. 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. We'll be talking about a lot of things coming up later, including illegal immigration, this new Trump social media network, and more on the Alec Baldwin shooting. I've got some other poll data coming in that's fresh uh, that we're going to be getting into as well. But right now... We have our education expert who, and activist, Bob Walters, who joins us for another update. And Bob, I understand, I mean, you sent me a lot of 
great information, good and bad. I was really amazed how many updates there are here. But one thing I wanted to ask you about, I just saw in the Washington Times a poll showing the majority of U.S. voters disapprove of Merrick, Garland, uh, Merrick Garland's policy, sending the F- essentially sticking the FBI on concerned parents at school board meetings. So 57% opposed, 19% support, and 23% don't have a clue. So that's, that's just one thing that we're seeing. Uh, what else is going on here, and what do we need to do about it? Welcome, Bob. Well, I've got some other good news that I can share with everybody. The teachers union, in unison with the Democratic legislators in California, are trying to cut back on charter schools. In 2019, they passed a law which almost forbids any new charter schools to open by allowing local school districts to be the sole decision maker. This allows failing public schools to forbid any competition to arise. This action is helping three new initiatives come about, which is great news. Two would create savings accounts of thirteen or fourteen thousand dollars for each kid, so parents can decide where to send their kids and have it paid for by this money coming out of the state funds. The third demands quality education as the goal and sets standards that if they're not met, the state can close that school for non-performance. Interesting. That's good news. Moving on, we have uh, finally one of the board members from Loudoun County School uh, Board resigning today with all the condemnation of what they've been doing and and harassing the parents and (laughs) ignoring uh, sex sex acts that's going on in the schools in the past. Anyway, we've only got four left to go, but we've got one down. So that's right. Right. And you got uh, San, San Diego, never heard of that school. Union High School District in North San Diego County has banned critical race theory being taught at any time. So that's that's another good news point. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> then Pennsylvania School Board Association voted unanimously to terminate their membership with the National Board School Board Edu- Association after they pushed to have Attorney General attack parents who protest policies and statements done by the school boards. And uh, that's actually good news. In fact, now there are 18 states whose school boards have withdrawn and distanced themselves from the National Association for the same reason. So it's a good progress. We're getting rid of that that organization that's created this nightmare for parents. Well, and Bob, you probably saw the testimony when Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, couldn't provide any actual evidence that parents were being in any way disrupted during these school board meetings. I mean, he essentially said it was just what the uh, National School Board Association had told him in a letter, and that was his basis for sending the FBI to school board meetings. So, I mean, the whole thing is so absurd, and you can see why the poll data isn't going their way on this. I agree. It's just a really pathetic development. But and, and I heard his speech. It wasn't very good. Most of the answers are very vague and, and loose. Not to be honest. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's just it. I mean, I think parents are really are really frightened by this. And I think the whole point here is to, to intimidate parents so they'll be afraid to attend school board meetings and speak up. And there's nothing more un-American than that. I agree. And in Michigan, we've got a school teacher, Leona Rugg who's been a 30-year teacher, who's retired. She slammed the state's public schools for indoctrinating children with leftist political dogma and pitting minorities against whites with racial hatred. 
she has been very successful in getting scores of school districts to rise up and consider putting a lid and, and eliminating uh, this whole idea of critical race theory being taught in the schools. Great, great results for this lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, between the COVID crackdown and critical race theory, interesting thing, the public schools are losing a record number of students this past year. No big shock. One in 10 families now are doing homeschooling, which is rather alarming. One in 10? Wow. One in 10. That's huge. This brings the total to about 10 million nationwide. What else is also kind of astounding, it struck me, black households have the biggest leap from 3.3% rising up to 16.1% this fall. So they've really grabbed onto the homeschool concept in the black neighborhoods. Well, I saw some numbers about New York City schools, and they have a loss of like 300,000 students. They can't figure out what happened to a lot of them. Uh, It was in the New York Post about a week ago. And, I mean, to me, they they, they can't even account for these students. So I suspect that some of them are being homeschooled. I mean, we don't have in every place complete stats on that. But, I mean, it looks like there's a real surge in support there. There is. Yeah, it's quite a shift that's going on in and hopefully it will continue. And, and if, these, if these propositions that are talking about school choice and funding parent choice for their kids and having the money to do it make a real change and get down Absolutely. the teachers' union, yeah, there's no, no solution otherwise. No, so what, else, what are the other updates here then? Okay. Colorado Springs School District voted 3-2 to, to oppose critical race theory and to forbid it being practiced in their schools. So that's hmm. another one for the victory. Then you've got Placentia Yorba Linda School Board. They may ban CRT after the state mandates mandated its version of ethnic studies, which is now required of all high school students. It looks like it'll be a four-to-one vote, and the vote is taken next week. So that's another one in progress. Great, great. And finally, we've got, uh, for good news, we've got Mayor Craig Schubert in Hudson, Ohio, who saw the assignments being given to students to read and told the school board, quote, resign or you will be charged with a crime, unquote. This material told the students to describe their sexual experiences, drink beer, and describe the taste, and pretend also that they would be serial killers and write about it. Uh, the, the children were asked to drink beer? Yeah. For, really? Kids. That's These crazy. High school kids. And to describe their sexual experiences. Yeah, well, no, I mean that that part of it is bad enough, but we've seen we've seen a lot of that, but I've never heard of any of them uh, you know, ask kids to drink alcohol. I mean, that's really out there. I know. And then they pretend they were serial killers and write about their experiences. Uh it just I wonder where these kids see. were supposed to find the beer. Uh where where are these middle school kids supposed to get the beer from to drink? For the school assignment. Get out of the family refrigerator. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, imagine imagine asking, you know, your parents when you get home, I've got a homework assignment, and that's to drink beer and describe the taste. Uh, can you imagine as a parent, uh, you first thing you would do, I would think, would be to call that school the next day and say, what in the world's going on here? That isn't even legal. Yeah, well, that's what, he, that's what he said. It is illegal, and he'll have them all arrested if they don't resign or change the policy immediately. So the will next week, but they do. Yeah, you know. yeah. Then the, some other news. we got white parents are upset after a former teacher launches Black Math Genius Program. Weird. 
to address the dismal performance of black students that plagued this country for math proficiency. The program puts black students at the center of learning math by teaching them that the true origins of math came from black people thousands of years ago, which isn't true. This will give blacks confidence that they can learn math <laughs> and rather than teach them the, the confidence they should have, we'll just make a, a myth to them and so that they'll try to do a little harder and learn the math, which is ridiculous, based on a lie. Mm-hmm. We got and, and what else do we have here? Yeah. Yeah, I've got parents who resist school districts who are dropping bus service across the nation because of the pandemic and driver shortage. Many districts now charge big fees for kids to be picked up. At Capistrano schools, 4,000 students now have to pay $575 per child oh, wow. to pay this if they want the bus to take them to school. Irvine charges $390 each student per year. But some don't charge. Santa Ana and Anaheim Union School don't, but most districts now do charge if you want bus service, if they have it at all. Some of you are on the way with buses totally. That's crazy. I can't even five hundred and seventy five dollars per child for bus uh, for school bus. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, where do you, where do your taxes go? Obviously, I mean, and the bottom line is they don't have enough drivers. And we've seen in some states they're using the National Guard, which is just bizarre to me, to, you know, to it fill is. in as drivers. Yeah. Colorado schools were told to mask up if the state mandate if the state had mandate on this issue. Parents say they are concerned about the physical impact of oxygen and inhaling too much carbon dioxide if they wear them all day long. And the parents feel their freedom of choice is being denied. That battle is continuing, and the Colorado schools will make a decision in the next two weeks as to who will stand up to the state mandate and who will abide by it. So the fight goes on. Right, right. Then you've got LGBT History Month. I didn't realize that. It's the month of October. And teachers have used it to further indoctrinate students. Some of the programs include Coming Out Day, International Pronouns Day, and Spirit Day. I don't know what that last one means, but just more of the... I don't either. I don't. I don't know what it means. Sorry. And then we got a Wyoming student who was arrested after refusing to wear a mask on school grounds and for not leaving the grounds when ordered. She now has a $1,000 fine and two days of suspension for the incident, which she's only 11 yeah. years old. But she's- and that's in Wyoming. I mean, one of yeah. the reddest states in the country. That's going, you know, that didn't happen on the coast or, you know, some liberal, you know, what? I mean, that happened in Wyoming. I mean, that's what makes that to me so alarming. It is. It's really surprising. Then in Virginia, the father that got arrested after his teen daughter was raped, forcibly annulled, sodomized, and forced collateral by a transgender student who was wearing a skirt. Yeah, that's pathetic. He went into the girls' bathroom. He, he, of course, was arrested when he went to protest it to the school board. This apparently is not the first time such has happened at Loudoun School District. There's been several other instances of sexual attacks that they never reported to the police or to the media. But guess what? This prosecutor who's taken this action was endorsed and backed by Soros, and he paid her entire campaign fee to be elected. Right, right. Yep. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you got Orange County Public Schools Board Chair, which I know them, they're fairly good people normally. They ejected parents yesterday and a speaker from the meeting since they chose to talk on issues of concern that were not on the agenda. This started when a parent used uttered the words, 
racist behavior about the CRT program in many schools. Ironically, the board did pass a resolution that night, two nights ago, praising Black Lives Matter. All right. And district leaders said the meeting was infiltrated by proud boys and other white racists. And for that reason, they boarded the meeting and had everybody removed. The board also said the only district leaders can decide what books are in the library, not parents. It's a heck of a thing. I'm surprised Orange County District did this. No, that, that is amazing. Yeah, so, really is. yeah. well, Bob, so Bob, thank you so much for all the updates tonight. I mean, there, there is so much. I don't even know how you keep track of all of that, but it's so appreciated. Thank you for all of that. That's Bob Walters, our education activist, uh, who joins this program regularly, the Andrea Kay Show. Brian Maloney filling in tonight. The number is one 344 here on The Answer San Diego, 96.1 FM and 1170 AM as we continue this program. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. And as parents and, and the public is repulsed by this plan to have the FBI, and which is already going on, by the way, uh, uh, attend school board meetings and, and keep tabs on parents who complain about what their children are being taught, uh, we have, this is becoming an enormous issue going into the Virginia gubernatorial race and I think for parents across the nation. And we have Bob Walters just to tell us a little bit here real quick about the action that can be taken here on the Andrea K show with Brian Maloney. And by the way, the number is one 888 if you'd like to join us here. So Bob, tell us what we can do as activists to do something about uh, some of the things that you were telling us about in the last segment. Yeah, there's two, uh, two things they really Think about getting involved with one is to reach into wethekids.us, and that's for help with your after-school programming of your kids to understand correct history and respect for the country. They give you the supplies and the video and everything. Okay, no charge. Wethekids.us. We the kids. One word. We yeah. the kids. One word. Dot us. Okay. Okay. Right. Then I'm going to urge everybody to consider joining CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. Sign up to get the petitions that will give school choice a constitutional right to all parents in California. That petition comes out next week. You'll have five okay, California school, California school, school org. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So two websites, we, the kids.us and California school org. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Bob. I really appreciate that. I'm going to check out both of those sites and thanks for all your great information tonight. Really appreciate it. All right. So I understand. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. I understand that we also have a caller waiting who's been waiting patiently. And I really appreciate that. We have here, uh, Troy from El Cajon. Oh, okay. Corey from El Cajon. Troy. And he's up. Uh, oh, okay. And that's, so is it Corey? Okay, Corey, welcome to the Andrea K Show with Brian Maloney filling in. Yeah, this is actually Troy, but that's fine. Oh, hi, Troy. Um, I might have missed her. I'm yeah, sorry. I would just like to say, I think that we're at a point of no return. I don't think 
we are going to become a true cap, uh, communist nation. And I believe it's because of our sin. I literally believe we are at a point where, like when it was England and the settlers came over so that they could worship God. I believe we are at that point. We are literally going to have to secede from the union. I don't know what state we might go to. It could be Texas, could be Florida, could be Montana, even though Montana is landlocked. Uh, maybe that is the best place to go, but it cannot be just a conservative nation. It has to be a Christian nation. Uh, well, yeah, now, now I think, yeah, now this is really interesting because we're hearing a lot of talk now about secession and what happens if this place breaks off or that happens or whatever, but I've been looking at it the other way and I want to see what you think, Troy, because what I think is going on is that Washington DC has seceded from America. It has broken itself. It lives in such a, exists in such a bubble. Uh, and is so detached from the rest of us. It really is like the Hunger Games. It's incredible how much that has, has come true. So to me, we're going on with our lives here, out here in America, and they are so divorced, so detached, that they've really, I think Washington's becoming irrelevant in our lives, and we just look at them and kind of laugh at this point. So, I mean, some kind of breakup is in the works, but it might not look the way we think it will right now. And what do you think about that? Well, first of all, as far as being detached from America, I would say that's possible. But they're not detached from us that far because they're making all of our rules right now and putting us into slavery, okay? <laughs> that's our problem right now. Uh, you, you're right about that point because I believe that there's way more Americans who want to uh, get rid of the Biden regime right now. I, I believe that that's way higher than people realize. The problem is... When you look at America, it says it's a 70% Christian who believe in God. If that were the case, we would not have LGBTQ. We would not have abortion, okay? And we would not be facing what we're facing right now. What we're facing right now is because of how sinful we have become. And I just believe there's a small remnant that is going to have to separate from the nation. I don't believe that, you know, I don't know how many Christians there truly are, I just feel we, uh, the government is eventually going to take over and be the people's God, or they're going to claim to be. Well, don't you think that some states are really already breaking away in ways? I mean, look at what has been going on in Texas. I mean, we have Governor right. Abbott in Texas taking it upon you know himself and having his own troops guard the border uh, and build their own wall. I mean, in a way, this is going on. It's just not going on where you take some vote and you formally secede like South Carolina did in the civil you know beginning of the Civil War. But in this case, you have it sort of it's sort of a drop, you know, each day it's like a little drop of water, you know, and a little more and a little more and a little more where states ignore uh, federal mandates, they ignore Biden. So to me, I think this secession may already be going on and we're just not seeing it because it's happening more slowly than we would either like or, or believe it would. And so to me, something's going on, some profound change ahead. It's just a question of how it, how it comes together. I thank you so much for the call tonight. Appreciate it very much. Thanks for checking in from El Cajon. 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170 here on the Andrea K Show. With Brian Maloney filling in here tonight on The Answer San Diego. 
And so we've got a lot of other things to get into in the time that we have left. And that's why I would love for you to join us. Uh, if you have anything to say about this, would love to have you jump in to the conversation because we have uh, about 15 minutes left here to get into. And I've got a lot of news updates for you. First of all, this just came down. Oh, we've got some poll data and I've got a couple polls here. Um, let's see here. Uh, Gallup. I mean, these are very liberal pollsters, by the way. When you see very bad numbers for Joe Biden coming from Gallup uh, or coming from uh, Queen of Hack or any of these others, I mean, you know that things are bad because, you know, I mean, they, they oversample Democrats. We know this when we look into the data, when we look into how they take these polls, we see there that they oversample. So you can't pin this on, oh, that's a Republican pollster or something like that. So we have, this is from Newsmax.com, Gallup poll, brand new, Biden's 11-point approval drop, most of any president since World War II. That's the headline tonight. Joe Biden's plummet in the polls is the worst of any president since World War II, according to Gallup. He dropped from, and you know, remember, they're still showing numbers way higher than anybody else, but we can just at least look at the drop um, the fact that they're willing to admit to a drop like this, that's what's fascinating to me. So he dropped, in their view, from a 56% approval rating at the beginning of the year to 44.7% in the third quarter of 2021. So, And we've seen numerous other polls showing Biden really more in the mid-30s, mid to upper 30s in terms of approval. So, you know, you average all that together, but remember that some of these polls are giving Biden more than the benefit of the doubt. So they're padding his numbers by five, six, seven, eight percent or more. This is typical. Uh, but so for them to admit this is the biggest drop uh, for one president from one poll to the next since World War II with an 11 point, uh, that's just a cratering. Um, so, you know, the worst that they had previously was Obama at one point, it dropped 10 points. Clinton dropped seven points. That was probably during the Lewinsky thing. And Carter dropped nine points. Uh, during similar periods in their respective administrations. Well, we know what happened with Carter, uh, you know, it was malaise and it was a lot of what's going on today, only a hundred times worse. To me, I never felt like Jimmy Carter was a bad guy. He's a good guy. He just was incredibly misguided and just not a a president, but a, a good person. And I don't see that now. I don't see a good person in the White House today. Do you? That's the difference. I don't think Carter wanted harm to come to us at any point, nor does he today. Whereas we now have a White House and a capital district that seems to want us destroyed. I mean, annihilated economically, uh, physically, in every single way. Everything they do seems to be about destroying the middle class and wiping us off the face of the earth. And we're seeing this every single day. We'd love to have you join us here on the Andrea K Show with Brian Maloney filling in. one 344 1170 That's one 344 1170 Got a lot more coming up here as we continue the Andrea K Show and the answer, San Diego. Stay with us. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego.
Andrea K show with Brian Maloney filling in tonight on the answer San Diego. Great to have you with us. Would love to hear from you. Just have a few minutes in here right now. If you want to squeeze in a thought, give us a ring very quickly. one 344 That's one 344 1170. Now, in the few minutes that we have left, in addition to hopefully getting your thoughts on some things that we've been getting into this hour, I want to mention this in- incredible situation. I don't think Trump had any idea uh, how much money he was leaving on the table because the hottest thing on Wall Street this week was anything connected to Trump. And this is driving the news media absolutely crazy. They cannot stand watching this happen. But I don't think Trump knew it. I don't think anybody realized it, except if you ever really stepped back and thought, you realize, you know, half the country, including many people who are investors who own shares in companies, are sick of putting their money behind companies that, that are totally at odds with what they believe on everything. They're sick of putting money behind Silicon Valley companies that turn around and censor people at the first opportunity. They don't even just censor conservatives. They censor all kinds of people for really... Bizarre reasons. Aren't we all sick of Facebook telling us what to say and what to think and what we can't think and say and, and comment to our friends? We're all tired of this, no matter what, where you are on the ideological spectrum. Same thing with Twitter. Same thing with everything that comes from Silicon Valley. So the big announcement finally made that uh, this company called Truth Social may be the site that or hopefully will be the site that they've been talking about all year that will be the answer we've been looking for, a place where people can go. And I'm not saying I want it to be an echo chamber only for the right by any means, because I think that's kind of boring actually. I think that it should go back to the earlier days when, you know, we were arguing with each other across the aisle. Uh, we should have that, but we, you know, nobody seems to want that anymore. We're just isolating ourselves uh, and c- keeping ourselves from hearing what the other side has to say. But the idea here is a site where everybody can come and express their opinions and not have Mark and and uh, and these other, you know, these other people in Silicon Valley telling us what to think. So what it turns out is that the company that is backing uh, Trump's foray into social media with truth media is a company called Digital World Acquisition Corp. DWAC is the ticker symbol. Now, the reason why this exists is this is called a SPAC. I don't have enough time to explain what a SPAC is, except that this is how you get these shares out there to the public. You merge this company, DWAC, into Trump's company, and then that becomes Trump Media. So what what happened was word got out yesterday that, hey, I can invest in Trump's new company right this minute. Uh, and millions of people dove in and did so. And DWAC went up tenfold. Uh, today it was up 17-fold in 48 hours. It went from $10 to a high of $175 at one point before settling at $94.20 a share. So clearly the realization for Trump is that, boy, I've been leaving a lot of money on the table. Uh, there are a lot of people that want to invest in what we're doing. And anything Trump-related uh, today went through the roof on Wall Street. And several other companies benefited from this as well. So, you know, maybe this is the next Bitcoin or whatever. But the bottom line here is that people want to put their money into things they believe in. And what cracked me up was the story, and I've told you the media is furious about this. 
uh, in the New York Times, and I'm not telling you to read it often because I get pretty fed up, but here, here we go. Uh, Andrew Ross Sorkin uh, reporting on a hedge fund manager who dumped Trump, he says, uh, because of the values differing with his hedge funds. Uh, but of course, he still made a tidy profit on So he was holding these shares of DWAC. They'd already been trading for a week before everybody jumped in yesterday. So some people who got in early made an unbelievable amount of money. Uh, he was one of them. But he said, I sold as soon as I could yesterday because, you know, the values and the Trump and I don't want to be associated with this. I don't want to be affiliated with this. Uh, so, you know, but we don't really know how much profit he made. He made some, and he's still holding some chair, uh, shares. He says he's not allowed to sell for six months, which would be uh, a common as a lockup period. So, so he was one of the early investors in this. He's making a fortune, but he's worried that other people uh, in, in New York City and the Hamptons and Manhattan are going to socially isolate him because he made money off of Trump. So he's, he's you know, racing this this man's name is boaz weinstein uh and he, he probably is worried he'll be disinvited to you know the, the next party uh the next soiree on the upper east side or whatever so that's the problem here that these people have so let them you know let them be upset about it and let other americans make a fortune off of all of this to come incredible amount of money to be made backing these new ventures for what I think will be very, very successful social media sites that don't feature this censorship. Very, very exciting times ahead. And I think Trump will be following this up with a lot more. Well, it's been a pleasure to fill in tonight for Andrea Kay here on The Answer San Diego. I uh, would love to do it again. Andrea back on Monday. Thanks again. This has been Brian Maloney on The Answer San Diego. Thanks so much. Do more.